Frequency.fm presents Wise Words. Hey, good morning, and welcome to Wise Words 18. This is Joe welcoming you back again, and we've got a special extended edition this morning with Wise Words. We're featuring a short conversation that I had just a few days ago with Krista Wells. We talked a bit about lyric writing, how she's often brought in to uh, be that lyric person in uh, co-writing sessions. We talked about what her approach might be when she works with an artist who brings some lyric that's already written to the table and how she might work with that artist and collaborate to elevate that. At the tail end of the conversation, we spend a a couple of minutes chatting about Krista's Kickstarter campaign. With just a, a few days left, she's just shy of where she needs to be. I encourage you to uh, check the link on the post and head over to Kickstarter and um, and pledge something to uh, that covers album that's coming out, hopefully in the not-too-distant future. Take care. What's your approach to um, not, not just critiquing, but also delivering a message of how can we make this better? Um, I think that's that question is really, you know, it framed in different ways is the is the key is asking that question. Um, I like to first find out what the heart of the message is. What is it you're really wanting to communicate most? What's the most important thing about this story or this song? And then looking for the strengths that are already there and saying, I love this because you've got this concrete imagery. It really communicates to me. I haven't lived that exact story, but I totally get where you're coming from because yeah. of the the visuals or whatever, the language, the metaphor. And how can we expand on that throughout the song? How can we do some more? Maybe there's some spots where we can bring in more of that. So trying as much as possible to, especially if it's a song that is going to be performed or sung by the person I'm writing with, Mm -hmm. then I really want to be respectful of them and their voice, their natural way of saying things. So the way I might say something lyrically that works for me as an artist is not necessarily what will work for them Mm -hmm. or be true to them or sound natural coming from them. So I, I always try to focus on the strengths they already have going on and just say, how can we do this a little more in in the rest of the lyric? So last year when we talked, I remember this, uh, you Kickstarter, it ended, we had talked about Kickstarter and Mm -hmm. you described it as like giving birth and it's too (laughs) early to talk about doing something like that again. And then, (laughs) and then all of a sudden I see a Kickstarter. I'm like, what's wrong with this woman? (laughs) So, So now you've got what, like a week left. Mm-hmm. And I haven't checked, so I'm not exactly sure where you're at. Yeah. So what So what are you doing and why are you doing this? It's true that I was really tentative about getting involved in a Kickstarter campaign again, at least too soon. I think in the back of my mind, I knew I would eventually, partly because I I can't stop making music and I can't often afford to make full albums without some financial help. Yeah. So, um, but I also... I'm aware of a lot of other great, beautiful things that came from doing the Kickstarter. It um, led to a lot of new relationships and friendships, um, but it also helped me grow as a human, you know, learning to lean more on other people and be more open about my needs and 
being uh, vulnerable. So this new project um, started, I started thinking about it last winter, actually. I was, I had poured so much of myself into writing the songs for Feed Your Soul and under so much pressure that I put on myself because I, you know, these nearly 200 people had invested in the project trusting me to come up with some good songs. They didn't yeah. even know what they were buying into, really. And um, so I was so worried about making sure that it was good for them and good for me and uh, more anxious than I ought to have been about it, but there it was. And so when I came out of that, I in the winter, I just felt like I needed to take... I, I continued to write, but in a private quiet personal fashion I'm just writing things that may never show up on a record but yeah. just for me and I also spent a lot more time listening to other people's music and um, and started considering the idea of playing with covers because uh, for a number of reasons one it's just a, diff a different creative headspace to take myself out of the writing and just play with arranging and interpreting that's just a a fun playground that yeah. I hadn't really spent any time on yet. And then also revisiting, um, I was going through a pretty nostalgic season as well and, and looking back at the things that shaped me and caused me to even want to go down this road of being a songwriter and why I write the way I write, um, why I'm drawn to the things I'm drawn to. And I realized that we are so formed by our experiences in those late teen years. Mm -hmm. um, by all of our experiences, and included in that is the music we listen to during that time. It really informs what the types of music will continue to be drawn Absolutely, to. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, and I, I started thinking about um, the increasing opportunity I've had to participate in, in my community and get to know people outside of my immediate faith circle and and just the way music beautifully and art allows us to have conversations with people um, that we may not ordinarily cross paths with. Sometimes it's online, sometimes it's in person or at, at live shows. Um, but I love that. I, I'm, I'm increasingly drawn to that space where I can have conversations with people who don't necessarily agree with me on everything and don't necessarily come from my... Um, World view, same world view, right. and so when I that intersected with the songs that I was um, inspired by early on, and I realized I I would love to spend some time revisiting these songs and reimagining them because I think they are worth honoring and worth celebrating. They are they're beautiful songs. There there's a lot of beauty and truth couched within the lyrics and the music of songs by all kinds of artists and different musical backgrounds that all of us, of us grew up listening to. And yeah. I, I realized there's, it, it was a little scary to decide to do it because for two reasons. One, I know that people who, the, the small niche I have of people who are, you know, who follow my music are primarily drawn to my writing. My writing is the first thing um, for me because um, performing came later. So. I thought, well, I'm not sure how interested people will be in me doing other people's music because they stick around me for my writing, not necessarily for my voice or my performance. But um, at the same time, I felt like it was something 
I needed to do. Well, you've been doing your Tuesday, is it the Tuesday morning drive where you record yeah. random stuff in the yeah, car? Yeah, little covers and Tuesday cartoons or whatever. Yeah, well, that's obviously been so popular that it, it warrants a, a full album. Right? <laughs> Frequency.fm is a podcast featuring Christian artists, authors, creatives, and experts. For more music reviews, book reviews, and articles, please visit us at Frequency.fm.